You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Welcome to a special edition of Geekly Radio. We are going to start a new segment where we're going to talk about a different comic book, uh, basically story, trade, whatever we want it, uh, once a month. Try to do that. Try to get together. Uh, I'm here, Mitch, from Geekly Radio, and also with me, my partner from Imagine If. Hey, guys. It's Chris. How's it going? Uh, we have two special guests from this new machine. I'm Rafa. I'm Steven. And they've, uh, you know, they've been part of the show before. They've come and talked to us separately. This time they're together. And we're going to try and true. get these people together, uh, get us together every, every month to talk about different stories. <laughs> I just different I love stories. when the four of us get together. Our, our gazebo teardown powers are amazing. <laughs> with with, with <laughs> our powers combined, we are. <laughs> we're damage control. <laughs> right, something happens and we got to go fix it. Just like the American way or, in this case, the Superman way. I thought I thought you were gonna say I thought you were going for a vanillaized reference. No, if you got a problem, you know, <laughs> yo, I'll solve it. it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, that's uh, exactly true. We're gonna be, today we're gonna be talking about uh, Superman, American Alien, uh, trade that came out eight what? months ago now. Is it? It's been a long. Has time. it been that long? Yeah, it's I been it was like, longer than that. It, it might be time got ruined for me. Well, Superman's timeless, so it's just oh. adding to the pantheon of mythology, right? So, I, I, as uh, as you can already see, we have uh, a, a few huge <laughs> Superman fans here, uh, and me, and then and then there's Steven. <laughs> Uh, how, what is it? Is there something specifically about Superman that you just don't enjoy? It, for, for me, Superman, like, I like Superman things. Like, there are some really cool ones. I just, I don't think that there's any character, literally any character, who I'm just all for. I like Wolverine a lot. I like Legion a lot. Both of those are fantastic characters. Yeah. But, I don't, like, there's not any, any one character who I'm, like, entirely beholden to. You okay. Know? And I think Superman, like, there's some really cool things that I like about Superman, some stuff that I've enjoyed that he's been involved with. But as as a whole, like he's lower on my list. Okay, you know, uh, I think that I, I imagine Rafi and uh, Chris both would agree with me that we often with other comic book readers or people who don't read comic books, and you have to justify your your love of Superman and why. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Very often, and uh, they don't like the Boy Scout. It, the, that's that's, that's, that's the classic it, there's, there's sentence. Some truth to that. It it's, is, yeah. Like nobody can just be that good, and it's like, well, this that's is, it's. That's why I. That's why I like Superman, though. That's actually one of the things that I do like. Every other character has something that's like, oh, like, like this happened or this happened or this happened. So I had to take these reins and be this hero. Yeah. Superman's doing it because he wants to help people. Yeah. Why is right. that a bad thing? Why do people shit on that? And I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, with what we have nowadays, I mean, it's it's better to have that edginess to it, right? Right. Batman. True. I love Batman so much, and some people say, you know, he's supposed to be the Dark Knight, and people forget he's a detective, mm-hmm. right? Yep. It depends on how he's written. And with Superman, depending who who writes him, but with some of the timeless stories that they have, Superman is projected as this bigger than life individual who aspires to be greater. Lex Luthor would disagree, saying that he <laughs> makes us weak. But at the end of the day, he's an ideal that we do want to strive toward. And I mean, yeah. for some people, that's become cliche, or that's become cheesy or corny. Is I don't. That's not. That's not my superhero. But for me, I mean, 
what is more beautiful than being able to have a wonderful day, being surrounded by people that you love and just have that sense of warmth, mm -hmm. right? And so Superman embodies that. And Superman is a hero that is able to produce the best in people. And that's why I've always loved Superman. And so people say, well, boy, uh, Superman's the Boy Scout. I'm like, okay, but don't we all want to live in a world where everyone... Is it Boy Scout? Yeah. yeah. It follows the rules yeah. and People provides care. for each other. Yeah. yeah just and that's what care. it is. Caring. So much more camping. Not rated R. <laughs> not, oh, that's that's crazy. <laughs> Under the cut. I mean, yeah, that's cool. And I love cool superheroes. But Superman in his own right is cool. But he's something greater than that as well. And it's kind of like, it's that role model. That, I mean, because at the end of the day, who would you rather want to spend a day with? Superman or Batman? Hmm. I feel Batman would just, I mean, I love Batman. Yeah, no. But I know I'd have no fun. No, we yeah. wouldn't. He would tell you well, to stay in the car. Robin just kind of like, you know, it's like, oh, I got to be on patrol today. He let me be on lookout, you know? Right? <laughs> I'm not going to spend the day with Spawn. No. <laughs> that suck. I don't want to spend lunch break with the guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's fun at all. So, uh, yeah, and I think one of the other ones is always uh, arguments is that, you know, people were, he's just too overpowered. What is yeah. it that Superman can't do? It's like, I think I think the, the writers that get him the best are the ones that, uh, focus on his humanity, his, yeah. Yeah. his humanity being his weakness. The fact that uh, if you want to attack Superman, you can't come at him with a, with a gun. You yeah. have to come at him with, you know, uh, the fact that he cares about everybody and he, yeah. he wants everybody to, to do well or he sees the best in everybody before he lets them, um, you know, betray him first before... He he accepts that they're a bad person. Yeah, right. I mean, that's, I think. That, oh, but, no, go, go for it. Go um, I think that's why the, the the classic thing that's used against Superman is I forget what the name of the plant is right now, but you know, thing give, makes your dreams come true. Oh, or the whatever. Black Mercy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that's why one of the like that's like the eternal thing to use against ba Batman and so or Superman, sorry, uh, and so many different things. Um, I think that's why, you know, like that's well, you use him against him. Yes. In all ways. Exactly. Uh, and you know, his one of his his weaknesses it being well i mean you have kryptonite you have magic and you have red sun yeah 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 so those i mean those are the best ways to stop him from being who he is but and of course he, he is the hero he's he's dc's character so he always prevails in the end even yeah. when those weaknesses come along but we've had plenty of stories where he doesn't have his powers and he still ends up doing as best as he can the mm -hmm. right thing well, to me, it's Clark Kent. Like, it's that's the best power. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, like you said, you know, some of his greatest, like, you go back to, like, the Superman radio show, uh, the original movies, and even, like, I remember one of my fondest favorite shows was Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman. So those things would go more towards Clark Kent because it's cheaper. Yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah, that's cool. Like, when he is, like, I like how you mentioned earlier, like, oh, yeah, he's the Dark Knight. No, he's Batman's better when he's a detective. And Superman's better when he's that investigative reporter. Like, they have those elements to them. Now, I know, you know, yeah, he's got X-ray vision and he can superhero, <laughs> but I like when he puts stuff together and all these other things. And so it's like, like, it's funny because, like, yes, Brainiac's a great villain and stuff like that, but Luther's the ultimate foil because it's like, you can't, like, we all meet those people. Like, they might not think necessarily the way we do, and, and they're going to extremes, extremism. Yeah. And that's what Luther is. Luther's that guy. And it's like, no matter, like, even though I can move the, the sun and all these things, I can never change your mind. Yeah. And it's like, that's the strongest battle he will always fight. Like, Doomsday, yeah. yes, you can get lucky and, and pop him one you, under the jaw, he dies. You know, yeah, you can do all those things, but it's like, that's the hardest part is changing someone's yeah. mind. And even then, keeping himself in check. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's so many stories, like... One of, one of my favorite ones, I don't know if you guys have ever read it, and I would put it out there, it's worth reading, is Superman Brainiac. 
and this is the one by uh, Jeff Johns. Yeah, and favorite Superman story. They just yeah, it's so and it, like the art is beautiful. It's um, Gary Frank art, and he very much does the whole Christopher Reeve inspired look. Okay, uh-huh. and I just nice. like him. Yeah, and the the saddest part of the story is like even though Superman's fighting and it's you know he's out in space and it's scary and we're really seeing Brainiac for the first time and I like how Johns incorporated all the Brainiac looks like oh no that one's like a drone and this one's like a a second level drone or whatever but like at the end when Brainiac's like oh I'm gonna lose he fires that missile right at the Kents and like Paul Kent has a stroke and dies and it's like Superman at that moment is just so enraged and everything but it's like no matter what I could do I couldn't save my father and like the next issue the funeral and then it's like right after the funeral there's like that and we don't know it's a dream sequence but it's like Superman just like bust into this military compound and kills Brainiac right there and you're like Oh my God! It like because <laughs> it doesn't look like a dream sequence. There's no like yeah. whiteness on the edges or anything, and you're yeah. like, "Did he do it?" And it's like, and he even says, "Like I want to do this so bad." And it's like, right. "Wow, that was so humanizing." And it's like, I get you. I mean, imagine like to have these powers, and you know, it's like that customer. You know, well, there's no price tag, so it must be free. Yeah. You know, it'd be like a Superman. Like, you want to see what free is? Here's a trip to the moon. <laughs> and everyone stop making that joke to people working in stores. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Please I, I, as don't. As a person who's worked in a store, just stop. But you put it perfectly. That Superman story is my favorite, and thank you for bringing it up because that right there is Superman. Well, next to Jeff Loeb's um, for all seasons. Mm-hmm. Good one too. It it showcases to me the idea of what Superman is supposed to be. And the thing that always gets to me is there are some scenes in that in that in Brainiac where Superman is just having uh, like a talk just in the barn with his dad, mm-hmm. and they're just talking about things. And actually, it's it's in my it's my background on my phone. But my favorite quote that I actually wanted to get tattooed on me at some point because I want a Superman tattoo. But what what uh, Pop Kent says to him, and it's if there are people that need help, you do what you always do. Don't let anyone or anything get in your way. And that to me is exactly the definition That's of what awesome. Superman is. And it's, it's just something where I'm watching it and I, I can connect. Because to me, nothing is more important to me than family. And just to have that, it's amazing. And kind of going off of that, when we're talking about Jeff Loeb's For All Seasons, that's a Superman origin story done right. That's yeah. a story about not Superman, the, the alien, but about Clark Kent, mm-hmm. the farm boy who's trying to find his way in the world, which so many of us go through. We've all been th- through puberty and trying to find our niche in the world and even being part of you know geek culture, which wasn't you know the most accessible thing or people would just like oh this you're you like comic books or even yeah it wasn't as acceptable when we were exactly. you know, we you're were welcome, younger kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right exactly. we, we fought in the goddamn we trenches paved for you the guys. way right and now a new like there's like three superhero movies every year blockbusters oh, oh it's, like, it's, it's even more so have, now yeah, we yeah, have one every every other month now yeah, i was going to say you can go you can go to the theater right now and yep. like you Something can choose from like a solid eight of them like you want to watch wonder woman and spider man i can't believe we're saying that yeah it's like that's insane justice league coming out in a couple of months yeah. right and i mean there's you sure it's great well, <laughs> yes <laughs> thor ragnarok you know uh another x-men movie mm-hmm. and more deadpool i mean this it's it's going crazy now yeah. yeah i mean not not in a bad way like i'm i'm enjoying yeah even if the movie i don't think the movie's great i'm still enjoying the fact that they're making them yeah right. oh yeah well, it's neat to like, it's kind of funny because Clark Kent comes from this fantastic world of Krypton. Or I guess Kal-El comes mm-hmm. from Krypton. And it's kind of like we share that experience because we have these great universes, Marvel, DC, Image, Wildstorm, all that 
we have these great universes and we're kind of like telling our friends about them sometimes like oh you know and they're like oh it sounds exciting you know but it's like <laughs> at the end of the day it's kind of like eh, that's that's whatever i'm gonna go do my fantasy football we do that too <laughs> we make our own teams that we're like you <laughs> it's true. Th- th- there was an important thing that had to be breached at some point in time where um things from like rpgs and all the stuff like that had to like people, people took these and they secretly gave them to people like your everyday person. So fantasy football, every, every like sports game out there and everything, they all have skill trees mm-hmm. and everything. Everything took D and D. They took all these other things and then at some point they were like, "Now that's in there." Anyway, come this way. Come, come home. <laughs> that's, that's the gateway drug. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that was an important step. Like people, people played MMOs and stuff like that. And then so basically, like people who played MMOs got to watch football and be like, "Oh shit, he's the carry, he's the healer." Oh, oh my god! And so we finally had a bridge. Yeah, and that's what's so cool because at the end of the day, what are we building towards, right? We have the superheroes and the cinematic it's universe. In the cinematic universe, of course, <laughs> but it's all brought back to archetypes, right? The hero's mm-hmm. journey, the idea mm-hmm. of superheroes being something greater than that, and going into it, it's all about. It all started with Superman. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that Max Landis does very well in this actual story. I'm glad you brought that up since uh, Steven is the odd man out. Not not a fan of Superman. Or, I mean, just not a huge fan like the three of us. No, not, not a big fan. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think you're the one that picked the story for us to, to read in the yeah. first place. So. Yeah, because I just want to talk to people about it. <laughs> and, uh, and you're a huge Transcends. fan of, of Max Landis. Mm-hmm. Uh, more often than not, more of a, a TV writer, movie writer, yeah. sk- uh, movie fil- writer, film writer, whatever yeah. you mean. He's uh, directed a few things and and a really bad Ariana Grande video. It's not a good video. I did not know that. It, it was one. It, it's it's even like the like found footage kind of like single cam thing the whole time. Oh, one yeah. last night. I know that song. Okay. I don't know what's the, like the it's one where they're running through the world. Yeah. The world's coming down and stuff like it's not a good music video. Was, but you tried, dude. I understand. Okay. I felt like I was in Cloverfield. I watched that video. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the first thing that I was ever introduced to for Max Linus was Chronicle, mm-hmm. which is found footage movie about. Yeah. Uh, kids who get superpowers which to me the found footage genre is just terrible like i don't like it i don't like i don't like the shaky cams i don't yeah. like the idea of one one character is always behind the camera and stuff like that but that movie totally changes it up because mm-hmm. they get telekinetic powers so the camera can stabilize exactly it doesn't need to be ha- everybody doesn't there doesn't need to be a person behind the camera the stories come together in such a great way that yeah. it makes th- that that work in a, in a way and uh, Max Landis, every time I've seen him do interviews or listen to him do interviews or watch his YouTube channel, like I love the way that he comes up with ideas yeah, either it's, it's on the spot. It's a critical eye, right? Yes. Or he can take a story that already exists and then be like, well, what if we came at it this way? And yeah. it's just completely different and out there and, and just I, I love it. So what was it about Max Landis that made you want to read Superman? Um, I mean... Um, American Alien. The the funny thing was that I didn't actually. I like uh, a friend of ours tried to show us Chronicle back in the day. Dude, he's very proud of his Blu-ray collection. And yes, everything. he is. And so he tried having us watch this, and I just wasn't having it because I was forced into it, oh. which is the worst. <clears throat> um, so, but I I finally ended up watching it like years and years later now because um, I saw an interview with him with some other people, like a podcast that I listened to. Um, and so I saw him on there, and I was like, this dude seems really cool. And then they were talking about the, the fact that Superman American Alien was coming up. Uh, and so that was actually the beginning of me being like, oh shit, this dude's actually like super awesome. And I got to devour this like past history of so much stuff. Um, and so I was really happy. Um, what was it? Uh, the one with 
like Jesse Eisenberg is American Ultra. Yeah, American Ultra. Not the best piece of film in the world, but he's a screenwriter. He doesn't get to make every piece of it. You know? Right, right. No, <laughs> yeah. and, and that's one of the things I liked about American Ultra, like the the tropes that they throw in there, and they totally throws them on their head. But yeah. the movie itself isn't. The yeah, best. It, like good good pieces don't make a good whole necessarily. Right. Yeah. That's true. But but yeah, no. Um. So like getting to see him actually speak about it and be really passionate and talk about the the reason that he loved Superman and why he felt that this story was one that was valid to tell for this character was what made me go for it. Um, and so I finally got to actually check it out and I was not let down and, by any stretch of the imagination. And to throw it out there that you, that he is also a fan of comic books other than the mm-hmm. fact that he wrote this one. He worked in a comic book he, store. He, made, <laughs> he worked in a comic book store and he made the, that video that went viral a long time yeah. ago, The Death of Superman, oh, The yeah. Death and Return of Superman. Which is a oh, great yeah. pitch, by the way. I would watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Only uh, the it, comic, whichever thing. And yeah, and he, and he breaks down each individual character and you know where everybody came from, why they were made and you know stuff like that in that video and it's just a great video with a, a bunch of different Hollywood actors in mm-hmm. the different roles it's just yeah, very with stylized. cheesy yeah very stylized <laughs> uh, and but you know that's not his only foray he also I, I believe at one point was writing for WWE yeah yeah he, he, he was a consultant for it see that makes him even better yeah because he loves wrestling yeah <laughs> who doesn't love wrestling with me <laughs> I think I'm also the odd man out of the table for that one too. You a fan of wrestling? Uh, I used to be a huge fan okay. of wrestling. Wrestling fan? We talked about earlier wrestling fan. Well, I would honestly, I, the wrestling for me was I would catch like USA Network, yeah. Summers as a kid, it it pop on. You're like, oh, I'll keep this out the background. I don't know who's what, you know. Or there'd be the ads and like I always remember the, the two like they were maybe they were twin brothers or something and they had like the shoulder pads and all the crazy spikes and the wicked makeup. The Legion of Doom. Yeah. Legion of Doom. Comic books. <laughs> yeah. That's. I mean, it all, it's all interconnected. I mean, even in the death of Superman. Doomsday goes to Metropolis because he sees he the, rest, the wrestling match. Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Metropolis Sunday, Sunday, right? Sunday. I mean, Superman <laughs> is built like a wrestler. I mean, even in wrestling well, that's, terms, that's the thing. That's what right. that was actually. That that's where it comes from. Back in the day, it is that color, that Hulk Hogan, that 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 eat your vitamins, be a good kid, do your thing. I mean, it came out that he was a racist, but. We don't know that about Superman necessarily, <laughs> and, and, and I refuse to believe that about Superman. Superman. Would never be because Superman's not off camera. That's what's great. Yes, <laughs> you, yes. You, you don't think Red Sun Superman's a little racist, maybe? He Actually, seems, he's like, not. He's, he seems like he's got a little bit of anger inside him, and that might fu- funnel into those avenues a little bit sometimes. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you Earth Three Superman, the villainous one, Ultraman. <laughs> but even even Dark Side Superman, the one that landed on Apocalypse in, in an Elseworld, he wasn't even that evil. Like yeah, he just yeah. that's the world he landed on. <laughs> well, you know, okay, since we're diving into the Elseworlds, and if you guys haven't read this one, I, I would throw it on your radar. Uh, Superman speeding bullets, and now oh, it's so cool. Great story. It's like when Elseworlds were like new, and they'd come out like every third year or something. Like, yeah. Oh, they're doing one, and so in this one, when the rocket ship crashes. It, it just so happened that the Waynes were there. Okay. So they pick up, you know, and they're like, oh, oh okay. And, and they raise them, and, and the whole thing happens. They go to the movie theater, they're leaving. Joe Chill kills them. But like young Kal El, who is now Bruce Wayne, he yeah. identifies as Bruce Wayne. He's just like, no, no, no. And then his heat vision activates, and he kills Joe Chill on the spot. Oh, wow. And he's like, and so he just goes into seclusion. He's not really doing anything with Wayne Manor. Yeah. So it still plays out like that would have been the time that Bruce Wayne was traveling the world, learning yeah. skills. And then finally, like, he starts, you know, like, oh, I, I can hear, like, the bats, and I can fly like the bats, so I must be Batman. And he's this dark, like, he's Batman. the eradicated Superman, but as oh. Batman. So he's out there killing people. And Luther just happens to be the Joker and all these things. Yeah. But it's just so great. And in the end, and again, I like that because, like, Cal L 
like his 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 good persona will always come out because it's like he didn't feel comfortable killing. So at the end of the story, he just becomes Superman. Okay, uh, but That's it's just nice. so like cool, that. like to see that the hero's journey. You know, like hmm. I, I'm doing these things, and you know, like the same thing, like with Dark's. Uh, Son of Apocalypse, or what was it called again? I think it was Son of Apocalypse. Yeah, like, it's just great because it's like, okay, even though he was raised there and he's been indoctrined to the whole dark side is and that philosophy, yeah. once he comes to Earth, he's like, I like freedom, I like color, I think this this is what feels natural and mm. right. And it's like, oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I um, like for, for the stuff, like, for the, for this story, one of the things that I thought was the best about it that, that worked the most for me was the fact that, like, again, the, the same thing that you that you said for um, for all seasons was that it was a story about Clark Kent. You know, it was yeah. his character. Like, uh, Superman, he's not he's not a sum of his parts in the, the way that people tend to think of it. Like, su- the pieces of Superman that people take issue with, um, the pieces of Superman that people like, those things aren't necessarily all what make up Clark Kent as a whole. Um, and so I, I just thought that this story did something that was wholly separate from everything. It was it was what we always ask for from a superhero movie, where it's a, 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 we want a movie that just happens to have people with superpowers. Mm-hmm. Superman, in, in this, for me, is a person who happens to have superpowers. In the beginning, you see him like processing having those things and everything, but that's not the whole point of that story. You know, each, each of these different things has a whole different arc to it. Um, each, like, there, there's parts where it's, like, it's just it's puberty. It's like it's being with like your friends. It's like dealing with your relationships with your parents, you know, all these things like that. And it just happens to be passing through the lens of Superman. Yeah. One of the things that I've always said about uh, to me and I'm not no one official, but, you know, one of the things I always said about Superman is that he's not Superman. Mm -hmm. He's not Kal-El. He's not Clark Kent, the reporter. He's Clark, the farm boy. Yeah. And that will will always (laughs) like everything else is kind of a a persona that he has to put on so he can get things done throughout the day. But, uh, yeah, you know, Clark Kent, the guy that would rather just go out and plow a field, milk the cows, come home, see his wife, hug his kid, mm-hmm. have some apple pie. Yeah. That's, that's Clark Kent. I saw a, a tweet a long time ago, I think by either Gerard Wade or somebody, um, saying something like, do you think Superman likes doing the things that he does? Don't you think he'd rather just be at home with his wife? Spending time with his family, yeah, and th- that makes me think, right? It's it's the sacrifice because mm-hmm. yeah. Superman knows that if it's not him, who else? Right, because mm-hmm. he can do it, so right. he should yeah. do it. Well, exactly, like, perfectly phrased, like yeah, because it's like it would almost be kind of neat. Like I think we're crafting a really neat idea here. Is like, what if Superman, but put him on a small scale, where it's like, all right, he has the responsibility. He's on the farm. Like he's actually the natural son of John and Martha Kent, mm-hmm. and like. In the end, like he, he winds up gravitating towards being the mayor of Smallville and, and saving mm. the town. Yeah. And it would almost be like, well, I have these smarts and I have this will, so I still have to do these things. Yeah. Like, I can't right. just turn a blind eye like, you know, like, oh, I'm 10 minutes late and there's a guy on the side of the road with a flat. He's like, ah, I'm, I gotta have the guy. I'm going to be yeah. even more late because I'm <laughs> yeah. going to do this. And it's like, because that's just, yeah, that's Clark Kent to a T. Mm-hmm. To a K. So Superman, American Alien, the the back cover says, this is a story of Clark Kent, a Kansas farm boy who happens to be from another planet. It's a story of a scared young kid with impossible powers, of a teenage delinquent with a lot, of, a lot to learn, of a reporter with a nose for the truth who's keeping the biggest secret the world has ever known. This is not the Superman you know. Not yet. So, overall, story, what did, what, what did you think of the product? I enjoyed it. Again, going back, I, I feel like I was spoiled in the fact that I've read Superman for all seasons. I've read <laughs> Superman's Secret Identity, which technically isn't part of that Superman, but a different retelling. I've read Jeff Johns' Superman Secret Origin, right? All of them in some way talking about 
you know, where does Superman come from, who he is, and developing his character. Birthright is one of my favorites. Birthright. Fantastic. With Superman American Alien, what I really enjoyed was that Max Landis was able to paint a Clark Kent who had, again, a little bit more of an edge to him. And at, at times he came off kind of as an ass. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. Because to me, it's like we've all been, again, growing up, growing pains, <laughs> right? You're stuck in a situation. Superman embodies that idea of if, I, if, if, I, if it's not me, then who else will do it? The ultimate idea of responsibility. And in this case, we're kind of seeing that get built into his character. And, and what I really like is how each chapter is a different type of uh, bird, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was right. just looking at different that. Different things yeah. that fly. Growing, yeah. right? It's kind of his growth pattern. And just seeing, you know, the, the consequences of him using his powers yeah, over that was time. One that I liked the people lot. that he meets, the people that influence him, the own emotions he has, the fact that he has to deal with everyone knowing he has these powers. And so he becomes like this little mini celebrity. And he has this... this kind of this chip on his shoulder. He has to be a certain way. And maybe he doesn't want to, and he kind of comes off as just being, not necessarily arrogant, but kind of being a bit of a douche. Mm -hmm. But I like that, because by the end of it, it showcases, like, that's very, that's how it would happen. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 being, it's being a teenager thinking it's you can do honest, anything. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's very honest, exactly. And that's yeah. what I liked about it. See, you know, and one of the things that it made me think about when reading it, and uh, especially the way that we're talking about it now, uh, is, a, is one of the stories that I read a long time ago, and I don't think it's necessary. It's, I, I know it's not necessarily Superboy Prime, but it is a, a type of Superboy Prime. It's the kid, in the story, He's uh, his name is Clark Kent. His parents named him Clark oh, okay, Kent. Okay, yeah. I think that was Superman's Secret Identity. Yes. Cause it was is that what it is? Yeah, okay. Secret Identity, yes. And he's, he, he's, he hates it throughout his whole uh -huh. life. Everybody's giving him Superman stuff. And uh -huh. he's just like, I don't... I'm not Superman. I, I hate like those this. comic books. <laughs> this is dumb. But then he falls in love with someone named Lois uh -huh. when he's in college. And then he eventually does, develops powers and he doesn't understand it. But the fact that he still had all that Superman paraphernalia, he's like, well, I guess I have to do it. Yep, you know, he I had, have to. So that, yeah, that's, it completely reminded me. I didn't remember the name of the story was Secret Identity, but they, thank you for bringing that up. Like I said, I love Superboy. <laughs> I love all things Superboy. That, now that's odd. All things Superboy is Super Superman. Superboy is infinitely compelling to me um, in, in every version. In, in any iteration of him, I've never not enjoyed it. Um, or, sorry. No, go oh, is it the Connor Kent Superboy? Connell Superboy? Just literally or just like any each, like... Each adaptation, I've liked okay. some kernel of. I, cool. do, I don't know if it's because, like, uh, because it's something attached to it and they're still finding their way. I don't know if I'm finding that inter interesting. Um, I like extended universe things, mm -hmm. just nice. normally. Um but no, I mean, like, Con Connor Kent's obviously the best one. Mm -hmm. Like, regardless of which version of Connor you're, you're finding, he's the most fun. But, I mean, there's just so many things for Superboy that are cool. And that 90s is Superboy <laughs> with, that, with those, those glasses and everything. Like, like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and Young Justice did it beautifully, too. Yes. Yeah, Young Justice, third season. Mm. Oh, <laughs> their third season. Yeah. Can't wait. It's coming. I they just, I, they I just removed that. season one and two from Netflix, I think. They're because gonna they're going to put it on the DC yeah. streaming channel. No, Which I'm very excited for. They No, we don't need another subscription service. I've got to deal with someone else. We do I not. Care. I know. It's so many. Now, I know we're getting off on a tangent, but is that where the Titan show is going to go to? That's what I heard. Uh, I, like, sure I, every, I heard. Everything is going to, as far as I know. If that's I, a I place where they're going to be putting all of the DC animated films, I'm in. Oh. <laughs> I just, like, I, I'm not trying to pay a cable bill again. 
You know what I, I mean? I get that. Yeah, but if you're paying $10 to each one of these websites. That's what I'm saying. It's a cable bill. Oh, oh I get what another, you're like, At least if they were all together. Yeah. Thank you. Makes yeah. my life easier. I so, get to pick and choose. Like, well, I guess I don't need Hulu now. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on what it yeah. is. That's yeah. why, like, like I, again, we're, we're in the weeds for that stuff, but um, Verve is actually really good. <laughs> this is not sponsored <laughs> by Verve, but Verve is like your cable thing, and you get to choose things to put them together, and it's finally on a PC. Yeah. Hey, hey Nintendo, give me, give me free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Verve is actually good for this stuff. Uh, I know that you had maybe a little bit of different outcome from the storyline. Well, you know, I mean, I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, for me, and like, I guess my initial reaction, because the hard part about this, so reading it, like, Stephen, you're the reason why I picked it up. Oh, like, you. I was okay. like, when, <laughs> when I first saw the solicits, I was like, eh, you know, maybe, maybe not. And it was tough. Like, New 52, not that it killed my fandom, but it Stopped. It put a ceiling. It, it killed you know? mine. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it did. Like it cut off for you guys. It was a floor and a ceiling because it was like there is no more JSA. There is no more like Connor Kent's gone. Like, yeah. Superboy is gone. That, Talk, that talking about extended universe that really killed the extended universe yeah. of DC. It for just me. put it, it. It's this, and I was like, okay. But I did. I really loved Grant Morrison's take on Superman mm -hmm. because, like, I, I'm lucky enough that I, I've read as much Superman as I can, and I've read it from all different eras and like putting a personal touch onto this. So I remember the death of Superman happened and I was lucky enough to go to the local Wild Greens, find issue 75 and I bought it. Damn. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God. You know, it was like a fourth printing, but I didn't care. And I just remember, yeah. like I laid it on the floor and I laid there and I would read each page like three or four times, scanning through the artwork. Like this was the most beautiful thing. I watched my best friend die. Like it was insane. Yeah. And like, I was like, okay. And then we just happened to be at Walmart and like the trade paperback was brand new. Like at that point they had, I mean, they had made some, but it was like at the time there was like maybe 10 trade paperbacks. Yeah. And so they had the Superman and they had, and in, in, in this collection, it also came with a reprint of Action Comics number one. I was like, huh. oh, cool. So to read as a young kid, to read the first Superman, to read the death of Superman and not understand that like, oh, this is pre-crisis, this is post-crisis, yeah. Earth one or two and none of that stuff. Like I just read it and I was like, wow, this is amazing. And Years later, I remember listening to Kevin Smith talk. I think it was probably that Stanley's Mutants, Monsters, mm -hmm. and Marvels <laughs> DVD that they were just giving away. Like, yeah. hey, welcome to Fry's. Here's a Mutants, Monsters, and Marvels DVD. And I was like, I just want some of that cheese. <laughs> this is weird that you're giving away DVDs in the deli you, you, section. You got plenty of cheese. <laughs> See, it was, it, was, it was hard back then. Yeah, because like, oh. there was nothing out there. And but I just remember him, or he was talking, and he was like, you know, it's a shame for these newer fans. I don't know what was coming out at the time. Um, but he was like, "Yeah, these newer guys—they're not gonna—they're not gonna get to read like Action Comics number one." I was like, "Or to to uh, to see it in that moment, I guess, like yeah. go back to June of 1938 and read it." And yeah. it's like, I don't think that was necessary. I think any point in your life when you read it, that is June of 1938. So like, I've always gravitated towards origin stories. Like Man of Steel for me was just amazing. Like I remember reading that. In, in sporadic pieces, and I was like, this is beautiful, this is the best origin of Superman. And then they would put stuff out there. Birthright, you know, like that added to the elements. Uh, Superman for all seasons extended even further on that. Um, all of it was great. And so when American Alien came, that was hard because we had just gotten the Grant Morrison stuff yeah. with yeah. New 52 and his 18-issue run. And the first six was, you know, I think it was uh, uh, Superman and Manor. I forget what they called the arc. And I was like, okay, I really like that. But I, as I started reading this, I was like, oh, this is a great precursor to that. Mm -hmm. Because this is that Superman. This is the new 52 Superman. Well, I've for, grown for, to like for, him. For this? Yeah. Because this is outside continuity. Oh, it is. Okay. But like in my mind, like I always shoehorn stuff gotcha. in. Yeah. But it's like, Same I man. would almost say like, you, like read like 
read this and then go read that. And then you get like almost not a direct continuation, hmm. but a loose continuation of where the Superman goes. And it's like, yeah, like I would put American Alien and then the next 52 issues of Superman or action comics or, you know, the mix of the two. And give him that because the one thing I did like that New Fifty Two gave us was again it's it's not a Clark Kent who's totally sure of himself yeah, and understanding question. it's a Superman who's like you know at some point somebody hit him and he just got angry and laid into the guy and it's like oh man <laughs> I didn't realize I could do that like yeah. oh crap like I, I don't he doesn't know all this stuff yeah and so I thought this was a great way to shoehorn in that give it a new origin um, and plus I guess too what was nice like the, I think probably issues one and two had but the Kents like that was one yeah. of the things I miss and I yeah. still miss mom pa Kent being gone like yeah. they are vital like they need to be in the book like I wish grandma and Grandma and Ma Pa Kent were there yeah. to like help Little John Superboy and like all Little that. Like, I think yeah. that would be great. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's the new Superboy. Huh? <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but Inclusive. I mean, I, I read it and like I said, when I was first reading the issues, it was tough because I'd read them sporadically. I'd let them pile up. I'd reread it, but getting to sit down and read it as a whole mm-hmm. made it better. And then once I found its home, like I said, putting it before the new Fifty Two stuff, I was like, okay. Does, you know. does it does it change anything for you knowing that he and Grant Morrison are actually like pretty close friends? Oh, I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. And yeah. if anything, like, I, it, it draws the connections closer. Because Grant's a wild cat. I mean, he's just like, I want to do some yeah. crazy stuff. Like, yeah. Superman's going to whistle and it's going to break Darkseid's heart. And there we go. <laughs> it's like, wow. Grant Morrison's out there. I don't know what goes on in his mind to give us such amazing stories. That's why he had to shave his head. It's it's so much stuff going on in there. Just <laughs> it has his own, like, vibrancy. Yeah. He gets too close. Oh, why am I vibrating? Why am I filled with all these ideas? You know, he was the guy who read those crazy 60s stories because that's how they said it like Earth 1 and Earth 2 so like on Earth 1 the Barry Allen world like the writers would have like a special like frequency where they could hear all the stories from Earth 1 and that's how they knew to write the comics and like Grant Morrison's like that is my superpower <laughs> those were comics Grant no you don't understand <laughs> No, that is my superpower <laughs> I, 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 I hear the vibrations <laughs> oh, we're gonna send you to boarding school <laughs> this is a military school <laughs> and what I like about the story as well is kind of like to me it's kind of a pun on words right Superman American Alien I mean mm-hmm. Uh, at what point do we not feel alienated in this world, right? Specifically, you know, in our culture today, especially being so surrounded by social media. Now mm-hmm. you can have relationships with anybody from far away and you don't even have to leave the comfort of your own home. Mm-hmm. It's something quite amazing. I mean, something as, you know, fun as this coming together and talking about these things. This is what happens. I mean, that's why people go to podcasts. They, they sit down like, okay, well, I'm not going to hang out with my friends today. I'm going to listen to these guys talk for a while, which is amazing in itself, Thank right? <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, <laughs> But on top of that, you know, it's this idea where this isolation, anybody could have gone through this situation. Clark Kent is, is, you know, is the catalyst through which we can look through ourselves. If we were going through the situation, we would have reacted in probably a lot of the same ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of going off of the cover. You know, everybody opening the chest, I am Superman. And that's what I think it is. It's Clark Kent is all of us if we were thrust in that situation. You know, there was, um, I don't know if you've ever watched the YouTube channel, uh, it's it's just some random guy. He's the one who made no. a lot of those videos where they had, it's the, the action figures of the different superheroes, Marvel and DC, and they, they either go to a bar and they, they you know, they have the, that I'm a DC amazing. and I'm a Marvel. <laughs> He's, that's how we started off was I'm a Marvel and I'm a DC and they had oh, the two characters fun. making fun. But oh, anyways, playing on the, the Apple ads? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The, I'm, I'm, a, <laughs> a PC I'm a Mac, <laughs> I'm a PC. But uh, it, in one of them, he eventually has a storyline where Stanley, and it's a miniature, oh, it's an action figure of Stanley, but it's Stanley gets kidnapped, and then 
they at the very end of the story, it someone asks Stan Lee like. Well, but you hate Superman, right? Because Superman is the other company, and in in the guy does the all the voices. He does all the impressions of all these different characters. Yeah, you're a true believer. Yeah, and he <laughs> says he says no, no. Superman is what we all aspire to be, you know. And, and that's just that's what I get from that picture, the cover where they're all opening their shirts. It's it's not that everybody needs to be Superman, but you need to try and aspire to be that. Yeah, you know, to, to be the good person. Um, WWSD. What would Superman do? <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, like Jesus, but with powers. <laughs> Isn't it something like that? Like the, 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 the cross is like the widely <laughs> recognized symbol, and then the second widely recognized symbol is the Superman S shield. Isn't it something like that? Well, I wouldn't doubt and it. Maybe it's, it might not be that it's high up. But Mike it's like McDonald's, Coca-Cola, yeah, like, the crucifix, the cross. Yeah, yeah, all those things are. It's it's iconic. I mean, my mom yeah. doesn't read a lot of these things, but I can show her a picture like, "Hey, mom, who's this?" Oh, that's Superman. Yeah. Well, even even more so, I I could show my mom any comic book character and she'd be like that's superman right like that's the go-to yeah oh, okay, everybody yeah. is like, yeah, superman like captain america like oh superman, superman. has a shield yeah like, no, mom, it's not, it's not superman. no he rips it off his chest and throws it at the bad guy and it just, it just like it surrounds them and they fall it's crazy we don't talk about that movie <laughs> <laughs> and you should it's still good but um one of the things for this one like that i was curious uh, to talk about with, with all you guys was what you thought of each individual piece of this since they are such like separate things like you can read any of those those stories by themselves and they don't have to go together right, they, right. they do there are things that like feed back to each other but you don't have to right so, so i would have to say that my and i'm glad you brought that up because my favorite part is after him being a kid and being the i guess college age and he gets <clears throat> taken onto the boat by ollie yeah. queen and which is taken for bruce that, bruce wayne that's, that's a huge jump the, Minerva. yeah <laughs> it's such a huge jump in the beginning but it really uh, is but like I, i'll take it i guess you know what's funny is because <laughs> I, I had to say, reading comic books my whole life and putting together the fact that Superman and, and Batman are the same person, but flip sides of the coin. Yeah. Best way to, I, the best way for me to put it to myself. The fact that someone else wrote it into a story that they mistake Clark Kent mm-hmm. for Bruce Wayne, it's like, yeah, why wouldn't they? They, they are <laughs> a lot alike, you know? Yeah. And 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 I just loved all the cameo. I, I really did. I loved all the cameos of the different characters in these stories. That was one of the things that I was actually thinking about. Like, was um, was this an intentional thing? Because I mean, like, Superman has tons of potential, obviously, like inherently, mm-hmm. because he's from somewhere else, you know. But there's all these other characters who are also here from Earth. So you've got Barbara Minerva in there. You've got Cheetah. You've got Kenny Braverman in there. Uh, Conduit. All these different characters. Well, I mean, his is different because it's from Superman. But right. um, there are plenty of characters that he's surrounded by who have tons of their own different potentials that have nothing to do with what their origins are. Like, you're so much more than just that, mm-hmm. you know? And so I didn't know if that was an intentional thing in the writing because of that. And the idea that even before he became, quote unquote, Superman, he still affected these people's lives yeah. in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but I, I ended up cutting you off, Rafi. You were about to say something before. Oh, no. Uh, going off of that, I mean, looking at it as each piece, I like to think of it as all of those are significant memories. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you go back and you think back to, like, how what are the snapshots of my life, right? Very good as point. It's like, I don't know, going to the store with my mom for the first time, first time I kissed the girl. Like, specific moments, right? I like to think of these as, you know, specific moments that led to him becoming the Superman character. Mm-hmm. And so I like reading it, like, in that way. I think in that... It's stylized in that way to make it much more... Um, like digestible? Yeah, digestible and interesting to me. Yeah. And I like to think that I'm inside Superman's mind. And I'm, I'm going back. He's sharing with me He's sharing, yeah. a moment like in that. his life. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that very much. So, sorry. Um, I, I think that's great because, like, kind of... I hope I'm interpreting the question right. But for me, like, issue two was the best. 
Okay. Like I really liked that one, and it was the one with the with darkest the robbery one. and everything. Yeah, yeah. It was titled Hawk. You know, it was like yeah, the robbery happens, and I think didn't the sheriff even come up to him? And he's like, hey, you know, yeah, he, yeah, he was talking to him before. Help. Yeah. yeah. Clark's <laughs> like, no, whatever, because like it kind of took the whole the Spider-Man thing and it brought it into exactly. it. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. But like the fact that Clark has to live with burning that guy to that point. Yeah. Like, it's not that he wanted to. He just got pushed to that point, like a self-defense type thing. Mm-hmm. But it was like, wow, that was crazy. And I thought that added a cool element. And I think it was neat because it was a little bit followed up in, in part three where like the whole town knows. Like, yeah, we yeah. know Clark. And that, know that, Clark that, that, kid, that kid's got some know, shit. Okay. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but I thought it was cool that they were like, but we don't mind. Because, like, yeah, we saw that in Spider-Man 2, you know, he saves the train and all the New yeah, Yorkers like, are like, oh, whatever, it's okay, just put you your mask on. You think it's cool with us, Spidey, it's okay. Yeah, and I'm like, no, <laughs> New Yorkers aren't that way. Sorry to our fan base in New I York, just, but... Uh, I, just, <laughs> I think in that movie, just, even, it, it just one person that doesn't want to be like, yeah, we love you, Spidey, like, takes a picture with his camera phone. Yeah. Yep. Even then, I mean, you still had you had phones, cell phones with cameras on yeah. them, so it, it <laughs> and just wasn't going to work. With cameras and stuff, yeah. something something breaks well, there. Ultimately, <laughs> somebody's greed is going to take that. I mean, like, yeah. I'm sorry, but you you have the option to take one picture that'll get you the Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, and believe me, he's like JJ is asking for pictures of Spider Man. Yeah. He's paying. He's making the money's this. good. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Cash money, only this Peter Peter Parker guy is making money yeah. off of it. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> But um, which which was your so you said your favorite was the second issue one. too yeah and oh. for you it was it would definitely be the 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 boat whichever issue that okay. is yeah when, so when I think like three, three or four, or four? Yeah. yeah so uh, and then I mean that comes back into play later on when he's when he's when he's doing the he's the reporter that gets to talk with Luther yeah, with, with, because yeah. Wally because brought Ollie, him in yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obviously this is all bef- well the boat is before Ollie mm-hmm. takes his boat ride to exactly. the island but is is that Later on, when he meets Clark again, is that once again before the no no he's after um, yeah he actually calls it out in there uh, he says like um ever ever since the the accident or whatever he, he says he says everything's changed I spent that time on that island oh, okay uh, and then um they have this little exchange he's like yeah I just like you, you you seem different like you you seem less like uh you know and uh, all he's like douchey <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like you're having a conversation with real people yes That's yeah it I'm really does. Know. Um, for me, issue seven, the last issue, nice. Valkyrie, was my favorite. Just because, <laughs> first of all, you know, incorporating Lobo was very interesting. Yeah. But my thing is, that's the moment. Like, okay, so he's been humanized. We have an idea of who he is. But that's the make it or break it moment where now the world's on him. Who's this guy? He's taking on this alien who's trying to kill everybody. And Superman's just, you know, I want to shove that motorcycle up here. <laughs> <laughs> like, one, it was comical. Two, it was action. And I mean, that's the action part of Superman yeah. that I like. But to me, it was so much more because even when he's in the hospital and everything is passed, he's done it. Mm-hmm. He saved everybody. And I mean, of course, there's going to be consequences. But this is the moment to me where it's like, all right, now I've made it. Before that, you know, he has his altercation with Batman in one of the earlier issues. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he's kind of like he, he makes some kind of like makeshift suit thing as he's kind of trying to fight crime. He's using Batman's cape. Mm-hmm, the cow. In the right? other issue yeah. later. And like that's insane. Right. So at this <laughs> moment now, it's Superman in front of the whole world. Cameras are rolling. What are you going to do in, a, in an almost impossible situation? I mean, I'm used to reading Superman stories where it's a... Um, no jokes, no reason to, to feel this way, but this is a dire situation. If Darkseid shows up, you know somebody is probably going to die. Oh, and it's that gonna, is it's gonna be Wally. And that is heavy, <laughs> right? So <laughs> it's gonna be Wally. Right. It's heavy. It's a heavy situation. But we're used to Superman. Okay, he's he's got this. He's gonna take care of us. 
But for that kind of same situation now, and now it's it's him in that in that same situation with a different character, high stakes. But it's your first going out. It's your first time doing this. The pressure that that must be. And to yeah. me, I I made this thing in my head where like, wow, how do you? I mean, I have difficulty talking in front of forty students, than where I work. Superman's trying to save the world <laughs> from so many. It's 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 different. But I think it, there's so much gravity to this single situ, uh, to this issue. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of the, the, my favorite issue was the one where um, I forget the the baddie's name, but the guy who gets um, like experiments done on him. Uh, so he's like going down the city, like wrecking stuff and everything. And so Superman joins in with that that like SWAT team to go take him out and everything. Mm-hmm. And so after this happens, he's like, "Who did this to you?" You know. And then um, the guy says, "Luther did it." And so he just goes straight to Luther Tower. And he like he's like he's just like why did you do this and all stuff and Luther's like you're an idiot mm-hmm. like you don't have any proof some guy just told you this right now and you crashed through my window that was the biggest like like the whole movie's going and anything like that and all of a sudden like record skip and then like you everything is different like all of this righteous justice justice that he's built up that we know to be the thing like Superman's always gonna make the right move and all these different things is just in the garbage at that point. And then you, you get actually like challenged with what Luthor actually is. He's, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. I like that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, but he, he's this like, he's like a lawyer. He's weaponizing all of his words, the fact that he can think through things before anyone else does, so many steps ahead, in just this one tiny exchange. And that was just the best moment for me because I already liked everything before that. And see, that's what I think, it, that goes back to Max Landis, obviously because he's a writer, but... Uh, that's that's the the scene in in an action movie, right? At the end of the action movie, where the the action star has gone through all these guys to to get his revenge, and he's gonna clear his name by killing the bad guys. Like, well, what happens after that when the yeah, cops show yeah. up? It's like, <laughs> right? How does this clear your name? You just killed a bunch of people. Yeah, there's like 800 dudes, and you, getting, killed, you killed them with bullets with your name scratched on them. I don't understand. You're getting Why'd you do the chair. This? There's no <laughs> evidence here. There's nothing that shows me that you cleared your name. And yeah. so that's exactly what Max is bringing up in this. But isn't that amazing though? Because that's part of the whole mentality of, um, of you know, not American. American politics is the wrong thing to say. It's it's that it's that archetype. You know, the idea of freedom, cowboys, mm-hmm. right? Living in a world where you have in to make world. your own, right? And so that's the idea. Is it's vengeance. You've been wronged. You have. It's your responsibility to solve that wrong. Right. And it's become such engraved in mm-hmm. American culture. I mean, but yeah. Perfect point. Well, there's grave consequences to doing that. (laughs) You're right. That touches on so many touchstones because it's like you go back to the Westerns. You know, it's, yeah, the, the, like the only one I could ever think that actually nailed where it's like doing it through the justice system was hang them high. And that one was like, okay, well, you know, the the law cuts you down. Yeah. You know, but that's the only other one. But yeah, it's like you try to pull a Frank Castle approach. That's not going to work out. Yeah. I mean, as much as we want to every day, you know, but I mean, yeah, like, and and Clint Eastwood played so many of those characters, the man with no name. It's like, I'm just drifting through. All right, you want to pay me some money? I'm going to do this. It's like, no, there's repercussions, (laughs) man. (laughs) Yeah. Like, it's going to get nutty here. Like, there's so many off ramps for those situations where it's going to go wrong. But yeah, no. um, And another thing that I enjoyed, like, heavily in these was all the interstitials in there so there was like the single page things that yeah, were tossed the last in there. pages were so cool and like i think those are some of like like those are some of like the most underrated parts of this whole like so you see the stuff in there with um i forget his name right now well one was like migsy plick yeah that, like, that, that one was, was a beautiful cool one. that was awesome yeah, he's totally talking to yeah you. <laughs> um uh and then oh, damn i forget that guy's name um the, the gray with like all the teeth and anything like that i forget what his name is right now 
um, whose actual character is, but you see the guy like go into like the doctor and everything. Um, and then at the end of it, like he's come out of it, he's totally changed, you know? And so there's like an origin story for this character in there. And it's all summed up in like this one page. Um, I don't know if you guys want to talk about other things. So I look at over well, first. I was going to, the next, I mean, we've been talking about the stories. So what about artistry, the, the, the art, the illustration in this book? What did, I mean, what did everybody feel about that in comparison to the other stories that you mentioned, Secret Identity, uh, Superman for All Seasons, uh, Birthright. Yeah, because what's interesting is with all of those origins or those stories we brought up, they've had one continual artist. Meanwhile, with these, I think one, two, three, four, five, yeah, seven. For each, Every yeah. issue had its own artist. You know, I, I, piggybacking off what you, you said there, Rafa, was I think it was amazing that, because it is, it's like when you talk to somebody like, oh man, uh, in eighth grade, I remember this happened. We look at ourselves differently yep. than we were, and we have like, Hues and, and and nostalgia factors to it, Very and much like, so. yeah. yeah, and I feel like that's what the book. I think that was cool that he did get different artists for those eras. You know, like okay, these issues because like thinking about um, the boat issue actually was issue three, but I like how that one was always bright because that's like I'm a man, I'm in the prime <laughs> of my life. You know, I was on this boat with this beautiful redhead and I threw Deathstroke. You know, so it's like yeah, I feel good. But I don't then know the if issue he really remembers what happened with Deathstroke because I'm so <laughs> curious because he did decimate a Deathstroke. Oh, <laughs> Chops with the sword. What yeah. the? Get out of here. You know. So that's why uh, Deathstroke always fears Bruce Wayne. So you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it, I think it, it adds to that because then the issue you were talking about where he directly contacts Luther and he's like, "You did this to this man. You're at fault." And he's like, "Can you prove it?" And it's like, oh, and that one was like a darker issue because that's one of those like that's like the first time we got in a car accident. You know, it's like, yeah, that sucked. That wasn't a good day. You right. Know? And I, I think that's cool. I like that. Yeah, going back off of that memory thing, I think that perfectly goes with it. That idea of here you are, and you're remembering your past. You're telling a story, and depending on the mood, the atmosphere, the tone, it changes. Even like in Valkyrie, the last issue when he's fighting Lobo, everything is much more lines and grainy and just yeah. gritty. Yeah, that, that jock art. Because it's more chaotic, right? And I like that. It's It, it builds to it. It's like, I'm remembering it this way. It's kind of like when you, you're you telling a story and you start playing a song behind it to add like the ambiance. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that adds to it, so I think nice. it's great. Uh, the character was a parasite. Oh, okay. So the there's, like, there's like the one page thing. Rudy. In there. Yeah, yeah Rudy Jones. Um, but yeah, no, like, like that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I, I think that was cool. Like, that there was a little bit of a focus on the villains, mm -hmm. you know? Because for me, I think it was issue one, that last page. Like, I seriously remember just looking at that cork board for everything that yeah. John and Mark yeah, yeah, all, all the yeah. different elements like, in there. Oh, what issue? Oh, that's issue 22 of Action Comics back in the day. <laughs> oh, that's so cool that that element's there. I thought that was neat. And, and going back to issue seven, I love that cover. Like where he's just issue seven, so he's like in space looking at Earth, and like I think it, it forms the Superman shield on the planet. I just thought that was the coolest looking cover ever. Like, I like I, I like I want a print of that, you know? Like I just want that up there because I've always liked Superman in space staring at Earth, unless it was Superman Returns, because that one was where it was. Going. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm find you, Lois. <laughs> I knocked you up, and I was gone for a while. <laughs> Sad. So, <laughs> I think uh, what an interesting, I think what an interesting interaction might be, or I don't know, story to tell, because they, they did it. They most recently did it in Convergence, I think, where they brought a bunch of characters from the different worlds oh, yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah Convergence. Yeah. So, what if, I mean, obviously this Superman is different than the the Earth One Superman that yeah. we, we read like now. All your prime Superman that you think of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, w how would this Superman interact with 
Earth One Superman? Like, what do you think? Would, what, what's the differences? Where, where, where do they, where do they vary? I think this one's sassier. Very much so. No, it's it's you're, you're right. I mean, this is to me, this is a Superman who grew up like, like it's funny because if you look at Superman through the decades. He very much echoes what was going on at the time. You know, politeness. Yeah. <laughs> well played. <laughs> um, but the thing is, it's, he echoes how people were. Like, I thought that was great. Like, 1986, Man of Steel was great because that was the first time Clark Kent became a character. Mm. Because, like, a lot of people are always like, oh, no, Bruce Wayne's the, 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 the mask. You go back and read, like, Silver Age Superman... That's all it was there too. He's like he identifies himself like I'm Kal El. Yeah, you know, you can just call me Superman, but I'm Kal El. And Clark Kent was very much an afterthought, and that's why I like when John Byrne came in and he made him human. Like it's funny because it's like wow, he totally put the X Men into Superman. You know, like <laughs> I'm a teenager with these powers. Yeah, I like urging. that. Yeah, this is great. And you know, granted, we, we did lose Superboy because he he didn't get him till later in life, but we had him be a boy finally. I think, I was like, that's exciting. I think it's one of the most interesting times. I think that's why uh, X-Men actually like rings true for so many people, even though X-Men is something that's like, it's just as full, complex, and like just a pain in the ass to nail down every <laughs> single element of it. But like I, I, people know X-Men, you know? Yeah. People know plenty of characters from X-Men. That doesn't necessarily mean that they'll be able to identify a bunch of people in the Justice League. Right. Not to say those are competing things. It's just I think that... Like X Men is just inherently like it's a, like a team development story, same as this is and so many other things. Yeah. Well, it's people gravitate to like a character comes in and that's literally when you came in. Yeah, you know, like when when I started reading the X Men, this character came in, so I identify mm-hmm. with them. You know, like for me, it was the cartoon and it was Cyclops. I was like, he wears glasses, I wear glasses. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing, you know. And I, I would just bam, I I, I learned the whole uh, the Gray Summers family tree. You know, yeah. it was just so every time like X Men is smart. It's like every two years, it's like introduce a new character. Yeah, because we're gonna get a new reader, and that's who they're gonna bond to and gravitate towards. Nate yeah. Gray was dope. Right? Yeah. yeah. X Man was X-Man? cool. Yeah. God, I wish he was back. He's the third kid. Yeah, dude, I'd, I'd be I'd be so excited. But I don't think they're ever gonna touch that character again. They need he's, somebody. He's got Superman problems. Yeah, well, he you does. Know, he's too many powers. You know, he's so strong, and it's hard to write that temperament. A lot of people, because it's funny. Like this is something thrown. And again, sorry to derail, but like I always like when you see people with like a Superman tattoo or the shirt, mm-hmm. or when they put the logo on their car, and it's like, and when you ask him, like, well, why do you like Superman? Oh, he's fucking strong, man. He can fucking do anything. That's Usually the response, you're like, oh, okay, cool. You, you know? got it. And not that there's anything wrong with that. Cool, that's your thought. But it's kind of like, all right, what if I say the words Clark Kent to you? They'll be like, who the fuck's that guy? You know? And it's like, yeah. yep, okay. You like that part of Superman. Yeah. And that's fine. But it's like, oh, you're missing so much. Yeah. You, know? you miss the forest for all the trees. That's, that's yeah. what, that's, Jesus needs another super, like a, like a, a superhero moniker. You know? <laughs> Everyone knows who Jesus Christ is. It's time for him to go and like weaponize this, this, these abilities he's got. <laughs> you know? <clears throat> not that we need to. Not that Christianity needs any help spreading around anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, oh, last thoughts on the storyline. I mean, we've, we've really been talking for an hour already. I, I'll talk about this comic forever. I okay. know you will. <laughs> I mean, but uh, what, what are some last thoughts about the, if they were if they DC went up to Max and said, "Hey, what, what would you like to do next with this particular Superman?" I actually know this one. Um, he's already announced the plans for it. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, so the other things, um, there's a, it's Superman, Agent of Batman is the next idea. Um, and I, from what I understand, that's like in the process of being written, which knowing how fast he writes, probably already written and being like retooled right now. Yeah. Um, another one that he's talked about that he wanted to do was a Wonder Woman story called Yannick, which is the opposite of Phallic. Um, and so he wants to have like, like he, he views in the interviews that I've seen with him, um, he views Wonder Woman as being like, like the militaristic version of Superman. 
um, to a certain nice. degree. Um, and so, like, like I think that's an interesting one, and I hope that it comes out soon. <laughs> okay, but uh, like in your see. own personal way, what would you like to see done next with the with this particular Superman? I, w- I want to see things followed up with, um, like not even actually with Superman. I want to see stuff followed up with that Robin in there. Like, I, I really like the exchange that he has with them, um, and I like the fact, that, like you guys said earlier, like he affects all of these different characters and all these different people that he meets. So I want to see what what he's actually like after having had this exchange with Superman. Mm. We see a lot of his thoughts and everything like that. Um, so I don't know. I hope that that gets fleshed out a lot more. Do like Superman's America and you see these characters how like, now they take the word out into yeah. other people. That's yeah. Cause, cool. Yeah. Cause like he, he, he like obviously in that, in that situation at that point in time, the only people that, that Dick looked up to in that kind of way as someone who's like superior to him physically and then mentally was mostly Bruce, yeah. you know? Um, but then they had that little exchange where, um, so like uh, Clark ends up saying stuff about like what's in his pockets, you know, and so he doesn't know why the fuck this dude knows what's in his pockets. So <laughs> like as far as he knows, like there's other people out there that are just as great as, as Bruce is at this as stuff. A detective. Yeah. So like I'm really curious to see where that would go for him. You know. Nice. I want to see him build up to you know same universe, same same build, but the land is first. What's <laughs> happening now with it ending in the death of Superman? How would he write that? And specifically, I mean, what's the best? I mean, what do they say, right? Don't make somebody a martyr. Mm-hmm. So if Superman died and if Superman stayed dead, what would the world look like then? Mm-hmm. Would it be a better world? That's what I'd like to see. It'd be an interesting one. Damn, you just you read my mind because that's what I want. <laughs> like, I, 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 I want, like, you got to have alphas and omegas. I always love stuff like that. And to me, this is the alpha. So I would love to have his omega. But then do it, like, in, like make it for real. Like, this is kind of like how, like, that's what's neat about Ultimate Spider-Man. It's a young kid growing up in this modern world. Mm-hmm. It's still the same core values, but it's the newer struggles. You know, it's it's technology, it's different bullying, it's harder money struggles, it's get your education, get a job, have ten years experience by the time you're five. You know, it's <laughs> all that. And I think it's great. It's it's a fresh take. And the fact that they were ballsy enough to say, Okay, we're gonna kill him and he's gonna stay dead. That was amazing. Like yeah. you read that you death read and it's like, Oh man, yeah. Okay. When they killed Peter Parker, yeah. it was like that was insane. Um that was just a beautiful comic. It was so sad and it was endearing and it would almost be like, this is the perfect Superman for that, you know, like have the world, you know, you could still take those interactions, you Mm -hmm. know, like, like, can you imagine like in the first two issues, kill him and then the final five are people reflecting. Yeah. What would Ollie be saying? Like, man, that guy, he, you know, like he, he changed my thoughts, Mm -hmm. you know, the young Dick Grayson Robin, now he's Nightwing and he's like, yeah, like Bruce taught me how to be a detective, but, you know, Clark taught me how to be super, you know, yeah. things like that. And like, I think that I like great. that. That's a good hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Superman taught me how to be, he taught me how to be super. I like that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, there's ob- the other tattoo. <laughs> obviously Nightwing got his name from Superman. And Story. Yep. I, I think that Kandor, yeah. just as much as Batman influenced and, and raised, uh, night or Tim, Dick. Or, I'm sorry, Dick. Uh, it, it, you just mad at him for telling you the name, <laughs> Dick. Dick. <laughs> uh, Superman had just as much because he told he showed him a different way. He said, "You don't have to be like Bruce. You, yeah. can, you can smile. You can <laughs> smile. You, you can, can have a slice of pizza sometimes." <laughs> and that's okay. what I like about the DC universe. They always talk about how there's there's like a comic uh, comic panel where it's just besides Superman. Dick Grayson is the other superhero that all superheroes trust. Right. Yes, that was a great issue. That was an annual. And it, I think it was Superman and Robin teamed up. Well, Superman and Dick Grayson teamed up. And so. it was like, between the two of us, we know everybody. It's like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome! So building off of what uh, Steven said earlier, you know, I think one of the greatest things about Superman and the DC Universe is that 
every time they reboot the world, every time they they do something different, Superman is the one that's put down as the the start of the age of heroes again okay. or age of superheroes. And I think this book touches on that with the whole him affecting people before he even becomes Superman, <clears throat> before he, he he puts on the the classic costume. And uh, then going back to what uh, what you were saying a second ago, and I lost it already. What you were saying, Rafi, but uh, I had a good point that I was going to make. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is. Dick. It's okay. <laughs> no, wait, wait, let's all pretend. Okay, no, it's a time jump. That was a really good thing you said. Oh, there, thank Rich. you. I, I I didn't even think of it that way. And honestly, like I think I have to go back and re- reread the comic <laughs> and really process it with that in mind. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but no, no, I, uh, I would, I would. Oh, I know what it was. Okay, so you brought up the death of Superman. So you know, the idea that, uh, and I know Chris will remembers the issue. You probably, well, you probably remember the issue too. But the, I don't, and I don't. But it's the when Bruce says to uh, Superman, you know, the last time you inspired anybody was when you died. Oh, yeah. Damn, infinite yep. crisis. So Damn. that was heavy. So <laughs> that was if, a if you take that, you take that into account, and in this different universe where. Uh, you know, Superman is the way he is because Max Landis wrote him. He does the Jordan Elliott thing. He stays dead, but using his super speed still saves people when he can, you know, right. what, what, he, what he can do. So no, he's no longer the symbol Superman. He's still doing good, but he's inspired all these people, all these other people, because he did the ultimate good and sacrificed himself fighting Doomsday. Like, okay. I would like to see that story. <clears throat> I definitely, they, I they, they, awesome. they set up Doomsday in here too. Like Doomsday was coming on that satellite. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So like he's coming. He some, yeah, some seeds. Well, because that's what I always think is neat. Like I mean, it's funny we were talking about Superman two earlier, and like oh that movie. I love that movie because like to me like this is kind of echoing what we we're kind of talking about. Where it's like, you know, I remember him going to to Jor El, and he's like, I've already done what I can. Mm-hmm. I, I want to live my life. I want to, you know. And it's like, fine. You step in the chamber. You're not getting it back. You're gonna give it all up for this one woman. You know. It's like <laughs> I don't care. I love her. You know. And he does that. And, like, I thought it was so cool. And, like, it, it, it's funny because if you look at the world, like, it's like, well, well, there's an absence of Superman. And the world sucks. You know, he sits down at the diner and the guy's like, hey, little lady. And he's like, oh, uh, excuse me, sir, you're sitting in my seat. And he's like, oh, I'm about <laughs> to get in your other seat. You know, and it's like, oh, Jesus, man. Like, and they beat the shit out of him. And it's like, talk about, again, you know, no ramifications. Like, this guy beats him up, throws him in a pinball sheet, and then goes back and eats his eggs. You know, <laughs> like, no cops are coming, you know. And, and then finally he catches the news and he's like, I got to go back. Like I, this world, it's not ready. Like I thought I could quit and I yeah. can't. And I just, to me, that was like, wow, because that is a struggle sometimes, you know, where it's like when you have to choose between two things, you know, like I want to stay and play, but I got to go and work. Yeah. And you know, it's, you, you make your choices and you live with them. And I thought that was a great movie that showed that element. And to me, like this is kind of that Superman, you mm-hmm. know, like he's like, okay, I'm a man, but I do have these responsibilities. Yeah. You know? So we all seem to have enjoyed the book. Uh, if you haven't got around to reading Superman American Alien, uh, you really should. You should pick it up. Read yes. what is it? Six? Seven issues. Seven, Seven issues. Yeah, sorry. And it's probably in, in a TPB now at this yep. point. Yeah. So it just actually just came out because the book, the the hardcover was released in 2016, and I think they just did the trade just recently. Yeah, that, that sounds all right. We we took we took a while on this one, but hey, <laughs> we got there. We definitely got there. <laughs> well, but this is one of those books. Like I always like. A lot of times when people are like, oh, you know, like I'm interested in Superman. Who should I read or what should I read? And the one. first one I always throw out is um, All-Star Superman. 
I just yeah. think that one is like, like I'm not a fan of the art, but I love the story so much that I've embraced the art. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay. And then there's the animated cartoon, which that was pretty spot on. Like they yeah. did a good yeah. job of like, okay, we have to cut some stuff. They did a really good job. And then this one is my second. Like this is another one where it's like, okay, well, see, you don't want the guy who's going in outer space. Yeah. Then this is the man of steel you need. Agreed. Yeah. No, yep. that's, that's all the stuff that I would say about it too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so if you would like to talk to any one of us about, uh, all this interesting Superman <laughs> stuff and American old or American alien. Uh, I'm talking about American Ultra too. Yeah. I, got, I got thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can reach me on Twitter as at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Chris is also on Twitter. Uh, Twitter as stuff I should say should being spelled S H U D. Rafi is on Twitter. I am at mobile Rafi. You're fun on the go. <laughs> <laughs> Steven. Uh, I'm peppermint gentleman across all of the social networks. Okay. Find me. If you want to get a hold of any of Geekly Radio, it's at Geekly Radio on Twitter, at This New Machine yep. on Twitter. Yep. Yeah, and This New Machine. And on, on YouTube, This New Machine. Okay. Conversation with This New Machine is a podcast where we talk about all the things that you never knew that you needed to hear talked about. It's fun. That you would have talked about with your drunk friends at 2 a.m. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> how I would describe it. That is awesome. Uh, uh, at Geekly Radio on Instagram and uh, Facebook.com backslash Geekly Radio for our Facebook page. Yeah, they got stickers. They're beautiful. <laughs> I'll buy them. They got new logos too. So That's there true. you go. Yes. Uh, and so if uh, you want to hear more of this and know that we want to do more of these every month, uh, send us some suggestions of books, of uh, different comic books, different comic book stories. Um, what did you think of this one? What did you think of future ones? We'd love to hear it. Yeah, let us know what book you want. That way you can join us. You know, you can read the book. We'll jump on it, and we can do our discussion. You can join along with us on that. That'd be great. Yeah, right. I'd great love ways that. to interact. Because a big purpose of these comic books is to share these stories, to share these ideas, mm-hmm. and it kind of yes. interconnects us all. Yes, and what better way to get together and talk about comic book stories? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but until next time, this is Geekly Radio saying, always remember to geek, geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.